Yeah. Back to back to what we were doing already. Right. Exactly. Um, and you know what else is back to what we were doing already? What's that? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, Phil. And on today's show, we're going to continue through Fire Warrior, a Warhammer 40k story based on the video game Fire Warrior, written by Simon Spurrier, set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Warhammer, Fire Warrior, Warhammer Warrior. Is that sure. anything? Sure. War, warrior. Oh, I tried to make war and war. I, I'm an idiot. You uh, tried to make war. It's and already warrior, a word. Like into a into. <laughs> war tried hammy. to combine warhammer and warrior, no. and I was like, "Oh, that's already." No, a word. you it would have to be a warhammer. A war. Ah, oh, see, you're better at this. <laughs> God damn it, warhammer. It's like that's war-hammier. like the uh, that's that's the pig version of uh, the the 40k universe. Yeah. Warhammer. Warhammer. The, the yeah, the uh you know how there's like spider pig in mm-hmm. uh in a across spider verse in yep. spider pig's universe it's Warhammer. Yes. Uh, exactly. I love it. I love uh, it. 40,000 feral hogs running across my lawn. Now that is a <laughs> That is a deep Twitter cut right there. That's yeah, that's 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 one from the vaults. <laughs> from the vaults that's good. and i'll look it up and it was and it's like I, every time i'm thinking like yeah that thing happened years ago and i'll look it up and it's like a month ago exactly. anytime i think exactly. it, anytime i think a reference is old for some reason it's just been you know forty thousand, forty thousand cycles have happened in between then and now that's 40, how fast it moves these days is forty thousand just one of those numbers that people use because they don't feel like counting you know those old, yeah. like you know, back in Norse times, the, it was like the nine realms because nine was such a big number that they were like, "Fuck it, there's what, nine of them." There's nine That's, of them. That's how many there are. What? <laughs> what? Or wh- the or uh, seven or whatever. Uh, you know, the, one of those ancient numbers where it was just a stand-in for un- uncountable, un- unbelievably vast, too much. In fact, too much. Too much. much. Too many people, too many realms, too chapter many realms. Three, chapter three, chapter three. <laughs> All, right. All right, chapter three. Now I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, we're going to find out in this episode, ladies and gentlemen, why it's usually Kevin who walks us through these. Let's do uh, it because I have volunteered to do it. Because you may have noticed that there is all of my shit is gone. Uh, Kevin, did oh, you Oh, yes. That? I just noticed that. Um, yeah, look at that. Yeah. Why is that? Why is all of the, your shit gone from your office? Well, that's because we're converting my office into a nursery uh, because my wife and I are having a babby. Uh, a babby? In, a babby. We're having a babby in December, and we kept it from all of you because we hate you. We uh, hate you. We hate you. Uh, no, it's not on social media by now. You guys probably, this is old news, but... Uh, Kevin has very kindly chosen to uh, to take over for some paternity leave for me, uh, starting uh, uh, the beginning of uh, of twenty twenty four, and we're going to have some guests on and everything like that. And actually, next year we're going to start with uh, us uh, 
uh, going back and forth on on taking the book the rotation. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, on on who leads with these things, and and uh, we're starting with this one because Kevin's been working his tail off, uh, making sure that all of all of uh, the the first quarter basically of twenty twenty four is is looking bright and shiny in my absence, uh, and so. Uh, I I foolishly volunteered to uh, take the lead on <laughs> this like, one. Oh yeah, I can I can do it. How can, hard is it? I can do this. How how hard could it be? It's not great. Uh, uh, and that was that was actually in the process. It's no joke. I texted Kevin. I said, you know, next year, uh, how about we cycle? We'll alternate. Because yeah. I never fully realized how much goddamn work Kevin puts into. Uh, uh, I already, I already knew how much work Kevin put into editing these things, and and like all the 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 fucking like behind the scenes shit and the blog and the I I knew all of that. But then I was like, oh yeah, of course I'll I'll take the lead on this one. And I and I looked at chapter three, uh, uh, which I had already read, and I went, oh no, I don't speak English anymore. How did this happen? <laughs> Um, so we're going to go through this carefully. Uh, uh, but, uh, the fact of the matter is, is it's, it's three chapters and it goes back and forth a lot, um, as we've seen. And the good news is that there are based on what we talked about in the first section, uh, a lot of the same, uh, twists. We're going to meet somebody very intimately for about five seconds and they're going to die. They're going uh, to die. We're going to yeah. even know, learn like, the reason why they joined the, the, oh, yeah. the like Guardius Militarum or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Guardius Militarum. Whatever. Was, it's just it's fake Latin Imperial words. Imperial Guard at this point. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I wish it was that. Guardius Gar- Militarum. Guardius Militarum. <laughs> it's just I don't know, like, man. I don't speak Latin. Uh, just think about it. Just be like, well, uh, what would what would the Imperial dog walker be? And it's uh, uh, Adeptus Caninicus or something Caninicus. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's actually that's you're probably not that far off. By it. <laughs> you're probably not that far off. I mean, you got the Canis part, right? Come on. Adeptus Canis yeah. Mechanicus. M- militarum. Mil- yeah, there the, you go. Great. Of the Great. of the war dogs of the <laughs> of the of the Yorkshire Legion. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say it's all these toy poodles. And shit. <laughs> it's just it's just little Yorkies in space space yeah. armor and, and a tiny and ultra and a, ultra and a tiny armor. dog servo skull. <laughs> yeah. oh, just checking everything out. Just, yeah, just floating around behind them. You know. Oh, I love uh, that. And it, that was the. That was the emperor's uh, dog. That was the god emperor's dog. People don't yeah. know this, like the dark, the deep darkness of the of the lore. But uh, god emperor, I mean, he's been alive for so long. Do you know how many mm-hmm. dogs he's had in his so life? Many. So, so many. many. There's actually a planet dedicated to his dogs. Yep. Uh, the, the like the the it's a, it's just his dog funeral home. Like yep. there is just. Uh, there's just servitors floating around, tending to, you know, making sure everything is dusted mm-hmm. and all that stuff. See, I could be a Warhammer 40k author. You got I this. could do the, I could do the, you know, that Magic the Gathering pack, like that was just like joke cards. Mm. I could do oh, yeah. the Warhammer yeah. 40k version of that. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> I would love to see that. 
That'll be good. <laughs> Written by some. It's kind of like it's kind of like those memes that you see where it's like asking someone who's never played Mega Man to name all yes. of the Mega Man bosses and stuff. Yes, uh, the robot masters. And yes, <laughs> we really ought to do that with Captain. <laughs> yeah, just throw some Warhammer 40k in front of me, and yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Uh, I got it. I, yeah. I can I can work some fake Latin out into this one. You know. Yeah. It's all that. It's all. It, it's it's actually hilarious talking about Latin. I I recently um, had a uh, uh, an interview that I did with uh, with a, a creator. I, I, I go check out uh, my show on the Onyx Path Publishing. Uh, make you meet your makers. I, I interviewed <laughs> uh, Michele, uh, who is a uh, an Italian game designer who I've worked with before, and and uh, and I double checked. The pronunciation of his name um, because it's spelled Michelle, right? And uh, and I was like, well, I know that's not right. So yeah. <laughs> I said, is is it Michaela? And he said, yeah, it's Michaela. And 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 Mazala is the last name. And I'm I'm thinking Mas- I'm thinking Marsala. Marsala. Like, and, yeah. And I said, yeah. I'm upset. I and he said, you know, it's it's funny because I said I I said I'm sorry. I'm sure I'm not the only person to to fuck that up. And he said, no, but you know, it's funny because. Uh, you English speakers, it's so, he said, I find that you're so uncomfortable speaking with an Italian accent. And I said, well, it's because we, you guys actually, the language is music. Like you actually right. sound a little bit like the stereotype that people make of it, where it's like, it's lilting and notes and, 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 and that kind of thing. It is that on a certain I just, level. I and just insulted all of our Italian all listeners, of the but and, all of them. And I said, and I said, well, I said, yeah, I, I said, you'll forgive me. I, I, where I, my, my language comes is all grunts and guttural shit. And he says, very matter of factly, he said, "Well, my people were uh, founding Rome, and your people were the barbarians at the gate." And, I'm like, <laughs> I, and I, I looked at him. I said, "You're goddamn right, we were." <laughs> oh God, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah I love it. Just, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you are correct." I'm not gonna. I, I don't you take that correct, as insult, sir. the slightest. But just There's, paint me up in woe. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Okay. So let's start it out. Uh, uh, chapter three starts out. I think this is a really interesting opening. We get we're back to Governor Severus, who yes. is uh, sitting in his pompous plush cabin, uh, thinking about uh, basically what brought him there, like the the, the tip offs he's received, and uh, knowing the Tau were coming, and and everything like that. And basically, we're getting a very uh, kind of a look into something else that's going to happen because basically up until this point we've we've been led to believe that he's just this uh shitty selfish yeah fop, just a blundering you know? diplomat you know right right that's about uh, it but now we're starting to get the impression that something darker is amiss darkness the darkness and it, and we we get a tiny voice in his mind words hissing like blistering flesh whispered soon and i went oh chaos got it got it Ka- yeah that's you know where this is going this uh-huh. there's only one direction that this can go it's yeah. the imperium so where are we going to go with uh, the opposite of the imperium basically right well any i basically any 40k game that i've ever played uh, that starts with one enemy that isn't chaos always ends with chaos. Yes. Uh, 
you know, the 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 first Space Marine game started the same way. It started you fighting orcs uh, with the Imperial Guard, and then suddenly chaos shows up. And the next Space Marine game is uh, Tyranid ex- uh, uh, centric, and so I have to believe that at a, at you know the second act, chaos shows up. Uh, you right. Know, that's that's just. It's good to keep things varied, I and suppose. Supposed, but, and that, yeah. by the way, that's supposed to release this year still. I don't think we have. That's what they to, said. Do we not? I mean, did we? We get don't an have actual... an official date. Just late 2023, and uh, we're in late 2023. So, if you say so, guys. The um, only the only thing I'll say is that the only game I, I well, the, really the only Warhammer 40k game I've played uh, that immediately was chaos right off the bat was Bolt Gun. Bolt gun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that made sense because it was trying to be doomed. So let's just start with the satanic. Let's just start right out with the, 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 the satanic bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just, just that made perfect sense. I do hope if they do an expansion for that, that we get some orcs or something. Cause that seems to me the most yeah, obvious next one. Maybe some nids. Nids yeah. would be fun. Uh, I'm a nid player for anyone who hasn't already figured it out. Uh, Okay, at this point, we are back to the Tau, who are still uh, going to war, basically. Uh, let me see. Is this the part where uh, I'm already, I'm just asking Kevin for his help, even though I'm yeah, the one sure. to, to take the lead. Uh, is this basically where, have we gotten to the point where they're circling the blade? Uh, or is yes. that later on? Um, yes. They are, like, they are, well... Not quite yet. I believe they're just like, um, this is the part where they find out that the Enduring Blade is trying to board them. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So they're... Because uh, two things happen in this chapter. One, they're boarded, and then they do a retaliatory boarding or yes. something like that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. They, they get boarded uh, uh, by the Imperium, and but they start to pretty quickly realize that they have bitten off more than they can chew that the that the imperium is is kind of fucked they're dead in the water on a certain level uh right. i forget what yeah they then they're they they're just outmaneuvered outgunned and what they have to do is do a yeah they got to do the old switcheroo and reverse board on yes. uh the imperial vessel which doesn't take yeah. it seriously at all until it's right. you get these great little transcriptions of the imperial officers arguing amongst themselves about what to do next. And uh, finally, it's only at the very last second that they're like, oh, shit, tower on their way. Yes. Um, Yeah. And a lot of this. uh, So there's a lot of scenes in here with Lakai's basically just doing his murder simulator stuff where he is just killing the absolute shit out of groups of Guayla soldiers. Yeah. and uh, it's it's there's a lot of like um, there's a lot of back and forth, as you said, between the Imperium officers um, and eventually, yeah, uh, Lakai's is Lakai's as the main character of the video game does his best to uh, force the Imperium soldiers back, which it doesn't seem like there was a. I don't think there was a big, there wasn't a big space marine presence on the boarding party. It didn't look like. No, no, it was, that was, that, uh, they, they did, we do get to, well, is it on the blade where the, uh, the raptors show up? 
<laughs> no, the Raptors show up. A, a... <laughs> so what happens there? What happens with the Raptors? Okay, so we <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious. We have about five. We've got a little squad of Raptors, and the Raptors are a small sub chapter of uh crap uh, i forget the name of the original chapter but the, the original chapter is very sneaky and stealth oriented which is hilarious when you consider these are living tanks uh it's it's super funny and uh and th- at this point oh yes okay so uh uh he, our, our our hero or protagonist has boarded the imperial vessel and he's literally pulling a xenomorph he is crawling through the yes. ventilation systems and sneaking around and uh and we get and he and he sees he's basically above where the raptor marines are and it's hilarious because it is just he, the wafer the little charm w- that his dad gave him falls out of his uniform and clanks on the uh the the, the shoot enough that the marines just hose the ceiling just like just like and, he, and he's and he's got to scramble and run and back off. And you've got, and I got to tell you, we, we talked about this with his fight with the single Marine in the right. last section. This book does a great job of making uh, space, space Marines seem kind of incompetent. Sure. To a, point, to a point that I question it, to be completely yeah. honest. You the, know, just, the, the, the Space Marines in this book are just a little... Um, there were a little too much like the characters uh, from, oh, fuck, what's that movie? Um, uh, Final Destination. So somebody always told me that the people, the kids in Final Destination were basically water balloons filled with blood. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And where it's just like, you know, they, they get killed in these grotesque ways. and But when they die, it's just blood and guts everywhere. And that's basically what's happening with the Space Marines in this, uh, in this section of the book is that Every time Lakai's kills one, yeah. it's just like the 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 shell of their armor cracked open and their blood and guts spilled out onto the deck of the ship and yeah. like the head fell off and the body You're didn't just... realize the head fell off and is trying to pick up the blood and guts, but the head has <laughs> fallen off. It's true. They're water balloons filled with ragu. It, it's 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 <laughs> It's pretty fucking gross. And <laughs> and there and I, I, I said this in the last episode, uh and, and I I'm sure there's something to this decision, but they do feel a little better than orcs at times. They're very barbaric, they're very which I'm sure is how the Tao would see them. But every story you've ever read with space marines is they're they're tactical geniuses, you know, they're 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 not just meat, you know, and uh but Okay, fuck it, whatever, you know. <laughs> we've right. Got, we've got these guys, and they and uh, Kai's is like slowly picking them off uh, to the point where finally, I think we're down to like three. He like picks off two of them or something, and then we're down to three. And we get it from the Space Marines' point of view, and they see this little. This little buzzy thing, this little robot glowing oh thing. Oh my god, that's amazing. Coming towards them and and it's and he's like trying to shoot it out of the sky uh and and it's going way too fast for him to do it. And I think at the end he like kind of he goes to grab it 
And uh, so he could crush it. And the narrator points out that he absolutely would have crushed it uh, if it weren't for the fact that that's exactly the moment that it fucking explodes. Yes. Uh, yeah. The Kai's basically, uh, you know, shoot, like drops a a tiny little, uh, you know, drone into uh, into into the uh, the 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 hallway and just yeah just like pi- pilots it like buzzes around until it absolutely detonates and kills uh, a bunch of uh, space marines which just is amazing them. yeah and and it's and it's once again to what Kevin was saying it's just it's just a room filled with gore and. I do think it's funny that this happens a lot in this book where Kai sees uh, this just bloodbath uh, and he points out that, man, I if this was if that was real looking blood, I'd feel sick because Tao's blood is like cyan, light blue colored. So like all this red crimson gore just looks silly to him. It doesn't look quite the same. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, it's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so. And right now we're kind of combining chapters three and four, which is okay, yeah, chapter. Th- yeah. So chapter three is they, the, the uh, uh, Imperium gets onto the, the tower ship, the tower repel them. Chapter four is Lakai's goes on to the Imperium ship and starts killing the shit out of them. Just um, right, executing everybody. Right before though, right before he gets to the, um, this moment where he kills the rest of the Raptors, he finds a random room where everything is I, I have it highlighted here. Um a thin strand of redness parted company with the ceiling and fell, a syrupy teardrop that pattered lightly against the slick grill decking. He couldn't guess how many Guayla had been there originally. The shreds of clothing and weaponry lying embedded amongst the pulped meat and was silent testament to their multiplicity. A dozen different articles of fabric and leather lying shredded within the gore. It was as if the chamber had decompressed suddenly, hurling the flesh from its helpless inhabitants across the floor and walls and ceiling. Anonymous yeah. strands of gore dappled the interior, slug-like lamp, lumps of tissue and muscle that slithered glutinously with the pull of gravity, flopping us obscenely to the deck to vent their liquid cargo into the gullies on either side. Clumps of hair broke up the light-catching wetness. Half-sliced skulls stared in mute horror, eyeballs plucked and dangling, tongues bitten and lacerated in grisly astonishment. An arm, messily dissected at the elbow, grasped uselessly at the air. Three fingers shredded to a pulp. A pink foot flopped from the from a fleshy stalactite above Kaiser's head with a wet slurp and a squelch. It's so gross. <laughs> so this is basically what he finds. Yeah, just walking around the ship, and he and Lakais is like. Okay. Yeah, because he's uh, like, we didn't do that. That does. That's not the kind of and, shit Tao would do. Right. He's so he's there and he sees all this, and then all the other Tao Shazlas, which are basically like privates in the Tao yeah, army, the like catch up to Lakai's and see the room, and they have to take off their helmets because they start vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. they see this room, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's and it's another hint that we're getting 
um, that something's amiss, that 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 something's wrong, that isn't just there's the something wrong the here. here. Yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah. And all this time, we every time we get cutbacks to Severus being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do get that a lot. We get a lot of just <laughs> like little moments from Severus. Where he's just he's just marveling at his own evil. Uh, it's it's fucking hilarious. I, I swear, he has a curled mustache that he's playing with. It's it's that level of villain, uh, which is which is another kind of trope within 40k. If you read enough 40k, it's like the guy who always betrays you is the fucking governor of the planet or the mayor or whoever's in charge, like of the human leadership. Uh, uh, it's always the politician and he always is wrangling with some Zeno or some right. demonic force or whatever. Right. Yeah. And during, uh, all of this too is, uh, so there's like a couple point of view characters that we keep rotating between. We got, we got Kai's, um, we got Severus occasionally, we mm-hmm. got, do you recall what the name of the ultramarine captain is? A, oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. I was just looking at he's Now, that guy is kind of interesting. Uh, and even he is kind of a kind of a, a chad of a dope of a man. Uh, where did he go? I've got it right here. Ardius. Ardius. Yeah. Ardius and the librarian of the ultramarine chapter that he is the captain of. Uh, uh, I forget his name. I think it's something like Delphonicus or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it sounds like the producer of like eighties hip hop. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, he's Del the Funky Homo Sapienus. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're uh, uh, so all this time, like the the Ultramarines are like, we have to go get, we have to go kill, we have to go fight these Tau, we have to and. Uh, the librarian is like, no, you have to stay here. Um, yes, yes, because he's seen some kind of vision uh, where he feels like the, the the Marines will be needed after this fight wears itself out, that something worse is coming than the Xeno threat. And right. the Ultramarines, Ardeus is kind of suspicious of him, uh, not because he, you know, it's 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 weird. It's this part's weirdly written again too, for uh, it, because he points out that the Ultramarines, the the Codex uh, of the Space Marines that the Ultramarines kind of hold dear, uh, kind of has a uh, shaky relationship with its psychers, with its librarians. Yes, I, I don't. I don't know how I'm not a big Ultramarines guy, so maybe uh, maybe I'm off the mark here, but uh, that seems weird to me uh, because at this point, now if you read me Horus Heresy, psychers and stuff are very sus, and there's a whole thing. But like, you get right. to a point where most chapters are pretty cool with them, I- even the Space Wolves who have their own thing, but it's totally psychers, uh, right? And yeah, and so he's like t- desperately trying to get everyone to stick around. And to not, uh, 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 you know, pile into the fight, let those, let the Raptors, you know, go and all that stuff, let them, because these Raptors have volunteered like very sure. quickly. They got super excited about like the opportunity to get in there and kick some ass. And he's like, yeah, let them go. We, we're going to be needed later. And that is not playing ball with how the Ultramarines want to do it. Cause they, they, they've got, you know, right. 
they've got a real real sense of honor and frankly they got a little bloodlust going they're they're ready to get in there and they're, kick some ass too they're they're horny for killing you know yep. which you know that's whenever you hear somebody say bloodlust that's all that means is horny for just, killing yeah. just just instead of astroglide you use blood it's very uh, <laughs> it's not effective uh just don't do it just don't do it um <laughs> don't worry about it don't think about it just don't do it. Not uh, going to take that conversation in any other direction. None. No, that's that's it. Dun, that's it. Dot 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 dot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we do get some. Uh, we do get some sections here in chapter three from the point of view of the naval officers, uh, and I always like these sections because if you play 40k, whether in the video game world or in the the tabletop world, uh, space marines are ubiquitous. Everyone has space marines. Uh, right. It's not a question of whether or not you play space marines it's it's which chapter do you play right um and uh so it's nice to be reminded you've get these space marines making their way onto the bridge and naval officers are there who've only ever heard of space marines who've only ever like hurt because they only show up when like shit is really really bad and uh so you get a really cool opportunity to see the awe um, cause they are, that's, that's Adeptus Astartes. They are angels to these people. They are a thousand feet tall and a thousand feet wide and right. they have no necks and they're, you know, the necks are gone. They actually the remove gone, them in, uh, when they're like trying to, uh, to upgrade them for yeah, space you, you marine convert duty. the neck into that second heart we talked about. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> just, just take that, put that right there. <laughs> Neck meat, uh, yeah, neck meat, exactly. So, you, <laughs> so you get a lot of you get uh, a lot of that, and I think that's really cool. Uh, I thought that was really neat, and then and that's when um, you get the raptors kind of rushing in to go and kick some ass and end up getting blown to kingdom come uh, by a little a little drone bomb, which which hadn't been mentioned before. By the way, right. Um, there's another another piece of the arsenal uh, that I I don't know. Do you remember? I, I don't remember in any of the playthroughs I watched. Do you remember if that was a, a, a weapon you could use? Or I, I mean, I only watched the one and kind of s- skimmed through it. So no, That's I don't. Totally fair. I don't recall uh, that being a weapon. But it, it, I mean, it's cool. It's neat. I don't oh, know how totally practical yeah. it is. Um, but. And I'm not sure why the Imperium wouldn't have those just like floating around all the time in all right. places, you know? Right. Just like, why not? Now, of course, we do get we do get a, a little taste uh, near the end of this section of like why that kind of shit doesn't fly with some um, uh, uh, space marine chapters. And it's because they're stupid. And uh, it's <laughs> I had a friend once who was like, why? It's the future. And these guys are going into war. They don't have camouflage or anything. They're wearing like bright red armor. Some of them wear bright yellow armor. Like they are so yeah. easy to see. There's no no tactics to it. And and I and I and I'm like, yeah, they've done a pretty good job of basically making the lore that the space marines are like, no, we don't hide. Except for a couple of chapters. They're like, yeah, it's we're like right here. We're not afraid honor. of you. It's honor yeah. to they they're big on honor for some reason. Honor in genocide. That is yeah. their like. That is their their basic. Uh, you know their thing. 
That's yeah. their fetish, right? Honor you know? and genocide. I mean, that's that's kind of. I can't believe there hasn't been a book called that. Uh, yeah, honor that's, and genocide. Honor and genocide. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or xenocide. Xeno. Uh, well, that actually, yeah, that would have to be. That would be more. Uh, yeah. More. Yeah. So we do get uh, a section here where uh, the uh, um, space marines come in and just obliterate everybody uh, in a tau. Uh, the, the one of the one of the bridge sections of their ship, I want to say, and are trying to uh, interrogate them to find the ethereal because the whole point is they're they're trying to find that ethereal, get him right. back. Um, so, and we do get we get another cool moment where like and this is this is and this is a nice juxtapose to the way that like human uh, officers react to the space marines. This this uh, uh, just worker on 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 board this deck is getting threatened by the space marines and he says i'm not afraid of you guela you know just they have this kind of inner peace with their roles at least some of them do and that's kind of what we're getting into with the theme of the tau here that they're trying to make everybody into a cog and you've got people like uh uh uh, our, our our protagonist who cannot Who's, who is naturally bucking against that. And then yeah. you've got people who like when faced with certain death uh, are, are kind of at peace with their yeah. role and like, yeah, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not really worried about this. So, right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Guys, I guess this is a chapter four. That's when Kais is killing raptors with the bombs and all Kais that stuff. Kais is killing raptors. Uh, and Delphonicus is like, hey, stay here. Um, yes, that's right. That's I, right. See the, I see the masked terror, and it's going to, uh, you need to be here for it. Um, yes. And like. Oh, oh, one little thing. Not little, yeah. but, but kind of a funny detail. Uh, uh, at the end of chapter three, after the, uh, when, after he's, after the, after Kai's last uh, uh, firefight, basically, a bolter shell hits him in the helmet, but does not explode. Yep. Uh, it lodges itself in his head, like just this one in a billion odds thing of of this, this bolter shell just sitting in his helmet, but not exploding. It should have taken his head and probably, let's face it, his upper torso with him. Uh, right. But it's this... It's and it's and I loved this detail because to me this felt like oh we're building legend here, yeah you know that that's a detail that grunts are going to talk about and whisper about and everything like that. I really yeah, even that. when they did hit him, it didn't it wouldn't kill him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, let's see. Yeah, these these fake time things they I, I i they never do explain to us the de- like a deck is that like 90 minutes or something like that we'll get something uh, so a deck is yeah it is they measure their basic unit is 90 minutes instead of uh they explain at one point that it's 90 minutes instead of uh an hour is their is how their basic unit works and there's also tossiers uh or tausiers so i was <laughs> And was that Funniest. like, that was like, yeah, yeah. That's a Go year. Ahead. A Tau Seer is a year, I think. Okay, okay. Um, so there's a funny aside where uh, where I'm listening to the book. Um, there's no audio book version of this, but I found out that if you have it on Kindle, you can force Alexa to read it to you. 
Oh, nice. So I was like having Alexa read it to me and <laughs> some funny pronunciations. The, the, oh, the yeah. funniest one was t- the Tau Seer became Tossers. Oh, like, <laughs> five, five, five Tossers from, and I'm like, <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Thank this you, Alexa. Good. You 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 remain the best part of this whole process. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they do talk about uh, the yeah the deck at one point. I think in in another chapter they've been using it all the time, and it's explained once in chapter five that yep. it's ninety minutes. Okay. Okay. That's, that makes sense then. Cause that's, yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember where I got it in my head. That's, that was how it was supposed to work. Uh, but, uh, but it is okay. Uh, also we get, uh, throughout this chapter, chapter four, we get, um, uh, uh, uh Kai's reuniting with a bunch of grunts basically, um, uh, for a while, this is before he goes off and murders some Raptors. I really jumped ahead with that one. I liked that section. Uh, <laughs> it's a good section. This, and this is the scene that Kevin was talking about where, um, he finds the, uh, the room filled with just gore and the, the gore room, the gore the room, room of gore, yeah, yeah. which if you don't have a gore room, what are you doing? Guess uh, what? This is yeah. just the first gore room that he finds. Yeah. That's 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 how fancy this ship is. This uh, ship has multiple, multiple gore, gore rooms. rooms. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and, it, and it's just and you do get these moments where he's Kai's is already. It's hilarious because it's I don't know how long it's been since this book started, but it couldn't be more than days. Yeah, and uh, and Kai's is so jaded, and he has gone full fifty yard stare. Yeah, uh, just full metal jacket, like well, out yeah, of his mind. The only so the hilarious thing is there's a there's an aside in I think it's in the next chapter, but it's it's amazing. It just ties into this bit because before this, his only job, like he was in training, and then the way the book starts, it makes it seem like he was in training, and then he deployed here, and we're like, no, before this. His job was he was just a guard. Yeah. Like he would do guard duty for things and he had discharged his weapon once and that was yeah. to kill an animal that was like that was like bl- brutally murdering a merchant or something like that. Yeah. And that and that ended up being a shit show, didn't it? Like, and that was its like, own was, shit show because it was yeah. like some tribal chief's favorite dog That's right. or it whatever. That's right. Like his dog or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they were pissed off about that. So he has gone like from like sweet, sweet summer child with daddy issues yeah. to like Gomer Pyle, like full metal jacket in the bathroom. Yep. In a matter of days. Yes. Which is silly, but you know what? It, for the purposes of this book, it makes sense. With know, the volume of, of shit that he goes through, it's it makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. So, yeah. What? And so he's killing the raptors. Um, there's he basically kills everything on the ship. Yeah, at this point, yeah. he overloads a, an engine or something at some point, and like just fucking annihilates yeah. everybody. The, like the, just, the 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 ship is dead in the water at mm-hmm. this point. There's nothing. There's nothing to do. And um, my favorite moment in this chapter. Um, so there's basic so there's there's nothing left. 
the masked horror comes for Delphonicus. Oh, is this is his his scene? I love yeah. this scene. Yeah. The masked <laughs> horror comes for the librarian and uh, the captain of the Ultramarines. And um, basically, we still don't know what it is. Yeah. Except everybody, almost like half of the Ultramarines get killed in like an instant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that Severus basically did this on purpose. We get some interstitials from Severus where we're like, oh yeah, well the the guy did um he did his duty. He kept the ultramarines in one place and now they're just sitting ducks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And all while all this is happening, we've got the Kai's running through the the labyrinth of the guts of this ship and and that kind of thing it just just it, that it's the gameplay it's it's just it's the it's gameplay. the gameplay he finds he finds a melt gun which yeah, I finds a melt a gun yes melt a gun which is uh was one of my favorite guns in in um in bolt, uh, bolt gun. gun yeah because it did like it ran out of fuel very fast but the amount of damage output it did um, so what a melt-a-gun is, it basically just shoots out. It's not a flamethrower. It shoots out a column of superheated air. Yeah, It's like a microwave from hell. It's like the uh, microwave from hell. Yeah, yeah. So he finds it. He's like, uh, we, it talks about how Lakai's is like, uh, uh, Kai's found, uh, found the melt-a-gun in a cathedral. Um <laughs> on yeah. the ship which and is which is such a that's again that's the video game moment you just show yeah. him like oh it was another it was another gory scene in a cathedral he finds yeah, the melt the gun yeah he's like he's like well the he's like playing with all the buttons and he's like well the only button i need to know is how does it fire mm-hmm. um which is just an amazing little you know that's a great line um yeah, and he's terrific um he uses this he gets to the bridge of the enduring blade he's taken out the engines he gets to the bridge and uh the only person missing from the bridge is the admiral so he opens the door and he just fires the melt gun and we get so many wonderful descriptions it's- of <laughs> People <laughs> melting yeah. in this scene. <laughs> it's if if you if you for for the melted gun in in tabletop, it's a tank buster. That's right. what you use it for. You use it to melt through armor and blow up tanks and shit. So if you're firing it upon like unarmored bridge crew, it's. <laughs> It's like pouring burning gasoline on an anthill. It's just a fucking nightmare. He was like, he was like, the guy screamed, and then his as he's screaming, his jaw falls off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's it's horror. I gotta tell you, Spurrier is good at the gore. He's very good at it. Yeah. If that's I'm looking up, I'm I'm looking up the uh the exact uh scene. Um is this it? Um, oh yeah. So like, so basically, the people are screaming. You got you got one guy saying, "Deck officer, to me, ah, sweet mercy, my foot's gone. Oh, living God!" Um, <laughs> you got people yelling, "Kill it!" 
A trio of servitors, blade limbs grasping out for him, slunk away like snow devils in the sun. Their flesh peeled off in a second, leaving asymmetrical frames to twitch and shudder. Um, the last few Guela, hair singed and clothes scorched, exchanged terrified glances and sprinted clear. He enveloped, enveloped them in the fusion stream and watched hearts racing as they floundered and flapped and became part of the deck. Yeah. Fucking brutal, dude. Like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's fucking mental. And then and then there was silence. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Now, one of the things that you you were getting at before with Delphius is uh, Delphonicus. Uh <laughs> Delphius Del Rio. Uh he was he was uh, he's he is freaking out. He is having he has is having like psychic feedback, and he he's he knows something is near, something horrible is near, and we get this. And 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 at this point, the captain and frankly the other Ultramarines are like, "What is his problem?" Like yeah. they're basically what is your major like, malfunction? Basically, it's exactly it. Point. They're just like what's. And I would th- again, I would think if you got you've got a guy here who's who's his thing is he has psychic powers. I'd be like, maybe we pay attention, take that seriously, because that seems like a lot. And uh, and then and then he he looks uh, Arteus in the face and says something like he's like I'm about to die, and then the horror, the 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 demon horror just splits through the wall and carves right into his heart and uh and and like like kevin said like takes out a bunch of the space marines and 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 just fucking gets out of dodge and one of the last moments that delphius has alive is is because now because now it's like oh do i have your attention now captain is it okay if i'm a little freaked out now captain because suddenly right Artis is like i never doubted you for a second my friend (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) This sucks. Uh, and he, and you get this really cool moment where he's fighting in his final moments to warn Arteus uh, of, of the demonic influence and everything. And he loses his willpower in the final moments and the, and Severus uh, using the demon uh, basically psychically implants himself in the librarian's head and uh, tells him to stop, like make sure that you stop the war, that you stop what's happening. Whatever happens, right. that has to be the case. That's your and goal. You, that's your goal. And the, the librarian's inner monologue tells us, this is incorrect. This is not what I wanted to say. Somebody else said this. Somebody else planted but 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 Artis is like, because he fucked up. So he's like, absolutely with my dying breath, I'll make sure it happens. And, yeah, yeah. and so, you know, they're, they're royally screwed. They um, are. And, uh, and, and, and we do, and we get another little flashback to Severus feeling very pleased with himself. Yeah. He's so very pleased with himself. He's rubbing his nipples on this, uh, yeah, at this moment. Probably. I mean, God, I, again, we've, we've mentioned this before, but the character in, uh, in the Frighteners, uh, who, who the, the, the real spooky detective taking his shirt off and he's burned his nipples off and he's covered in my body yeah. is a flesh patchwork of pain or something like that. And just like, <laughs> that's every chaos guy you've ever met. Like he's just covered in ritual scarification. He probably has hemorrhoids, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
So let's see. So yeah, there's basically that scene then with Lakai's melting everybody on the deck. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he gets the admiral comes back to the deck, finding everybody dead. Um, And Kai's like puts a knife to his neck. That's right. Um, yeah. And is is holding him hostage and like slices his neck a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just to just to just show to, me serious. Just to show me serious. Um and then uh comes back around um the uh, ultramarines Ardius comes in and is like, "All right, just just put step away from step away from him." The our admiral's like, "What the what are you doing? Why why are you letting him go?" And uh Ardius is like, "We got to just Stop everything. We yep. got to stop the conflict for now because there's a greater threat. Um, yep. And I understand why this is Severus's plan because, like, the Tau have Severus and the sh- the ship that Severus is on dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Like, the Tau can just win and go home if they wanted to. And Severus needs the Tau to stop <laughs> yeah. basically their assault. And the only way to convince them to do that is because the, if they wanted to, once Kai bro- blows the engine, it's game over. They could basically just be like, all right, uh, blow up That's the, it. destroy the enduring blade, no. game over, move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, uh, and, and another thing that we're going to find out is Kai's, uh, not Kai's, uh, uh, Severus also wants as many people, as many living people there as possible for the shit he is, uh, he is trying to pull off. Yep. Um, uh, blood for the blood, God skulls for the skull throne. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but that does, that does bring it into that chapter and we get, this really weird section in the next chapter, uh, chapter five, where we get basically the Admiral and uh, uh, Ardius are basically arguing over what the fuck is going to happen here? What are you talking about? And we're going to parlay with these Tau. Uh, and Constantine, the Admiral, is disgusted at the prospect disgusted of this. Disgusted at it. Absolutely disgusted. And Ardius is not thrilled about it but uh but he but he is basically taken to heart everything he's seen with uh with uh delphonica uh and uh and wants to you know make sure that he does right by him because he was right about well he was right that he was about to die yeah uh, he picked know, it you know he, he picked, called, he called it. it yeah swish uh nothing but net and, nothing but uh, net nothing but net uh so he's so they've invited this entire clutch of the like all of the high ranking cast members yes. of the tau ethereals and uh and like the uh, to show up to parlay and uh and the tau are doing it because they're like well we could win but like we don't want to kill a bunch of people if we don't have to because right we're cool. their whole deal is like yeah let's you know um Let's if we can win by by dipl- diplomatic means, let's take the opportunity. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. that's just the Tao's way of doing things. At yeah, I mean, they don't now. want it. They don't want to. No more wasted life if we can avoid it. And uh, basically, I, I always get the impression with what they're doing is just like we have to. We have to be the bigger people. We have to be they the bigger are, people. You here. know what the Tao is? The Tao is the Star Trek of yeah. of Warhammer. 
Like yeah, very much they're, so. Yep. They're not there to kill, you know. They can, but they're not there to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and we get these and we get these these this little, you know, verbal sparring because because the uh his artist the ultramarine he just leaves the the admiral he's like you you take care of it which i wouldn't have done because he is so not on board so yeah like, why are you going yeah artius is like alone? i'm artius is like we're doing this but i'm not a diplomat uh so <laughs> you do it and he's like i'll yeah. be i'll be over here yeah, um, yeah, yeah good luck i hope good it, luck. We're, we're, everything's counting we're all counting on you yeah uh, Good luck. And uh, so we get this, we get this uh, bit of verbal sparring and the Tao kind of, um, you know, kind of a little cocky and like, you know, like, like, Hey, we, we could, you're, you're, it, 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 I mean, and rightfully so, because the, because the Admiral is trying to be like, no, nah, the, the first chance we get, we drop you guys. And I'm like, what are you talking? You're yeah, dead. He's, You're he's, sitting ducks. You're sitting ducks. The Admiral is like being as racist as he possibly can. Yeah. While yeah, he's it, talking to them. Yeah. Um, which it's is a race a, that which, doesn't exist in the real world. And it still made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Which uh, is, you know, that's a negotiation tactic. That's yeah. a way. That's, that's like a thing, I guess it's, you can do. Kinda, it's kind of hilarious because he, at some point he says, he says like, uh, they were like, we would, if we started this fight up, you'd have like five seconds and then you guys would all be dead. And he says something like, well, it's better to die, uh, with, with my convictions intact. And they're like, and someone says like, well, why don't you then? He's, I don't know. The ultimate <laughs> being weird right now. They're telling me to do stuff and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I just yeah. want to be dead with, with, with and dead you know yeah that's, that's it. it i wish i wish i could just be dead and uh so so and this is great so this is all happening and the most and 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 remember when we said you were going to get more scenes where you're going to get to know somebody and uh and they would die almost immediately yeah. none of them have quite the gravitas as the legend of trooper moyles moyles uh, Trooper Moyles, uh, Trooper Moyles, an Imperial Guardsman, uh, uh, as the book puts, an uncomplicated individual, uh, and he's he's basic. You basically learn that he signed up for the Imperial Guard because he there was nothing really else for him to do. His IQ's marked down as seventy five. He uh, quote he had never ever succeeded in anything in his life. But yep. the guard accepted him, showed him which direction to point his gun, trained him until his muscles showed through the flesh on his arms and chest, and made him worth something. He'd never been so happy in his entire life. And he is on routine guard duty. He had with... joined. He had joined because he liked the color of the uniforms. That's right. That's right. Because he liked the color of the uniforms. And he is on routine guard duty. He is patrolling with Severus, as it turns out. They walk into the bridge where the negotiations between the um, the admiral and the diplomatic tau uh, party are taking place and he finds a neck a, a knife at his neck and basically what happens is his throat is slit and it is the final ritual required to summon fucking chaos and i mean that in both <laughs> senses of the word severus just just 
poor Moyles. He's just like, yeah. uh, the, the, the saddest part was he was so taken by the plush uniforms, the rousing tales of heroism and bravery, and the prospect of promotion and sliding scales of payment. He signed up without hesitation. The uniform, <laughs> upon reflection, had been a poor reason to join the Imperial Guard. It had changed. <laughs> it had changed since then five times. Yes. Yes. Oh, Trooper Moyles. Trooper Moyles. We salute you, sir. We salute you. Uh, he goes in there, gets his throat slit. Severus says some words in a language that is incomprehensible and yep. shouldn't shouldn't be uttered and heard by human or tau ears alike. And wouldn't you know it, uh, chaos space marines are coming through portals. Yep. It's, it's here we are, and it's and it's so it's this scene. I actually laughed out loud at this because you've seen Psycho, right? The original yeah. Psycho. The, the, all right. Spoilers for any of you who haven't seen Psycho. Go watch Psycho. Uh, at the very end, when you find out that the, the killer is not indeed, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, murderer. Uh, 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 Norman Bates. Uh, Norman Bates. God, I'm, I'm chastising people for not seeing it. And I can't even remember his name. Uh, when Norman Bates shows up, dressed up in his mother's clothes, wearing the wig. When you first see him, when we see when she turn, uh, when he turns the the dead body on the chair, and he comes in, and we get a look, and he's got this big smile on his face, and it always makes me laugh. And that's a great film. It's a chilling film, but sure. that always cracks me the fuck up this big smile and he's got a knife and he's pretty quickly overpowered and and that's right that's that yeah uh, this is exactly how i imagined this scene because it takes what has to happen takes place so quickly that i just imagine them walking in severus going ah and just yeah just <laughs> the trooper's throat like what are you doing oh no and it just oh and, no and all all literally all hell breaks loose yeah uh, all hell it, breaks loose uh, chaos ultra space marines who have been so i ju just did not understand who what was going on in this scene uh, like other than people were dying we yes. get flashbacks to a chaos marines like childhood but also beyond his childhood like okay i can like, i think i can explain i don't part. understand yeah. how he was like a kid 3000 years ago but also somebody else 10,000 years ago like yeah. what exactly was happening with that timeline okay what we get in the, for a few pages are kind of back and forths um, between what is uh, essentially a demon, an actual entity of the warp, a chaos demon, and um, a person who is a uh, space marine would become uh, a member of um, uh, Horus's legion of the Luna Wolves. Sure. And... Uh, that's that's one of the most interesting things about uh, the Chaos Marines is that so many of them have existed since uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Horus Heresy. The Horus Heresy. They've, they've, they're, they were still around from it uh, because a lot of these demons give them insane longevity, bring them back to life. Uh, they can't die like the demons right. can in many ways. Yeah. And... It's so what we're getting, and it's not very clear because it's totally fair that it's good. I, I, I had to read it a couple of times, but basically what starts out as we get the story of this boy 
on Chthonia, I believe it is, being chosen by the Marines to undergo the training and the and the the, the changes and all that stuff, and then this demon that exists uh, in the liminal spaces between reality and sure. unreality and the warp, and essentially them eventually coming together, um, and him getting the Space Marine being coming this close to death. And surviving, and so they put him in uh, a dreadnought, which is uh, for those of, uh, those playing the home game, a dreadnought <laughs> is the space marine space marine version of a uh, a mech. Uh, basically, it is a, they are these stalwart, bulky, walking tanks, and sure. they are. And, uh, and and they're very cool. And I remember, I think it was years uh, of me playing the game before I realized the truth about what's in them. What's in them is a space marine that should be dead, but is not. And uh, they they man it. They are they are. If they left the dreadnought, uh, they would die. It's sure. uh, the only thing keeping them alive. And so, like basically, it's like it's this is their last hurrah. And is to be a dreadnought. Exactly. And it's the demon and in, in, in 40 K lore demons will inhabit the bodies of, uh, space Marines. And they'll basically be a, a twin souled kind of thing where it's the two of them working together and it manifests in a lot of ways. And in this case, it's them working together, um, in the dreadnought to fuck shit up. And so we, what we've got basically is a giant chaos dreadnought that has existed, uh, in some ways before the beginning of time, like it used to be a demon that fought the Eldar back when the Eldar were a plentiful race. Right. Um, and the, and, a, and a space Marine who's as ancient as a space Marine can possibly be essentially. Sure. And, uh, and so we get a back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's really interesting. Um, good news slash bad news. It's basically just another one of those. And then they died horribly things when our, uh, our, our protagonist Kai's just obliterates them. Uh, and, uh, and, and it crack and you were talking about them cracking open and being full of goop and all that stuff. I think this one was particularly effective because the, the, the shell of the dreadnought breaks open and he sees this horrible, deformed the remains of the the ancient half dead space marine inside um but that's and that and i can't blame you for being confused by all that because right. that requires i feel like this this had you had to assume this book was going to be an entry point for a lot of people <sighs> right and it's written that way sometimes but then you get something like this and it's like what the fuck is going on I, I, you know i've been i've been in this world you know for a while. And I still had to kind of reread it a couple of times to figure it out. Right. Um, but long story short, too late. That's, uh, that's what that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So it's basically this kid on Chthonia, just to recap, kid on Chthonia becomes a space Marine Mm -hmm. 10,000 years ago. There's, uh, the Horus heresy, um, so 6,000 years ago, the, he woke up as a demon, kind of, yeah. fused demon. Yeah. Uh, earlier than that, there was the, the Horus Heresy. Got it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting, is, yeah. is, is, is uh, like, and then, yeah, uh, but, and, also, like the other thing is, uh, the guy, the captain of the Space Marines, is like, 
um, tells the other ships. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he, he, he's like, all right, the, the Aeon and the Admiral have been kidnapped by Severus. Um, the ultramarines are going to, he's probably de- has gone down onto the planet. The ultramarines, um, are gonna, um, go down to the planet and get him back. And the other ships are like, do you need help? And he's like, you can send soldiers. The ultramarines Marines require no assistance. Uh-huh. Stay out of our way. Also yeah. destroy the ship. Um, Destroy the enduring blade. Like once we're off of it, just destroy the enduring blade. Yeah. Like yeah. just don't take any risks. Just just scuttle just it. Just blow it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's terrific because he's like he basically we 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 call for a ceasefire between uh and and he he reaches out to the towel calling for a ceasefire. Yeah. Basically, he also uh, lacks some of the uh, not racist diplomacy uh, that yeah. we got from uh, Constantine. Um. And he's like, look, there's something worse on here. They do, the Tau don't really understand chaos. They don't, you know, what he's getting at. They, they think this might be some kind of trick. And uh, which is silly because th- these kind of space Marines, they don't do tricks. That's really not their, their way. Uh, so, but they don't know that. And so he, he's, he basically says, he says, look, everybody on here is getting torn to shreds by these, these Chaos space marines, these demons and shit. Go talk to one of your other Go soldiers. Talk to them. They'll and tell they're you. like, all right, they key into to Lakai's, and Kai's is like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine that they reach out to Kai's and they hear him on there, like, hey, Kai's, how's things looking? Oh, God, man. Oh, God. Like, Kai's is flipping out. He is flipping out. He is snapped. <laughs> There is no happy ending for Kai's at this point. It's like, it's so far afield from the video game at this point where you're just like a grunt shooting things. Like Kai's has lost his goddamn mind. It's going into Spec Ops the Line territory here. Right. Where it's like, it's just, it's, I expect the loading screens to be mocking me. It's really, really fucked up. And, uh, and they, and they go, all right, uh, Kai's great. Uh, thanks buddy. We'll, we'll get right back to you. But no, but there's like, click. And he, <laughs> yeah, they go back to the ultramarine. Ultramarine's like, "What did he did say?" Talk to s- and they're like, "All right, we believe you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems seems plenty fucked up. So we're not going to shoot each other. And basically, the ultramarine's like, "Yeah, for now." Yeah, for uh, now. I mean, yeah, we'll get back to it later. But for now, let's like, for, yeah, put a let's put a pin in it for now because there's yeah, some put a pin in it. And, there's and some weird shit happening. <laughs> It's one of the so other fucking funny. One of the other bits was how one of the um, the old these chaos marines killed everybody who was left on the ship that was going for the the drop pods, the escape pods. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it was like he shot a beam that sliced everybody's like arms off. Or, or like sliced all their legs off and then yeah. sliced all their arms off so that they were just like torsos rolling it, around. Yeah, it really just because it was more fun that way for him. Because it was more fun that way. That's yeah. how it's written. Because it was more fun that way. Because it was more fun. Yeah. Oh, it, it, God. It's, yeah. So we get, so basically that's, the, we come to the end and uh, Kai's fucking, 
hops in one of the drop pods that's going to go down because they basically we've got a contingent of fire warriors and we've got uh, what remains of the space Marines. Everyone's hopping in the escape pods to head down to the planet surface to have the final confrontation with chaos and Kai is hops in his own flies down. And uh, we're told at the end of the chapter that he sleeps the entire way down the entire way down. Somebody wake up Hicks. It's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's like, I watched, I mean, I watched the gameplay and then it's like, the gameplay is like, ah, this looks a little boring. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it looks fine, but it's like, and then Simon Spurrier was like, I'm going to turn this mediocrely reviewed game into a gore infested, like true, true blue 40 K book. You yeah, know, you got to give it to him. He, he fucking like goes, he's like, he, he played the game or watched people playing the game and went, what the fuck am I supposed to No, All right. No, we're just, I got a lot of work to do. Is yeah. basically and I mean, this is do. still the plot of the game because mm-hmm. they like in the game, like, but still just the, it is gore and violent on a level that just wasn't, I guess you couldn't really get show in what was it? 2003 or something like yeah, that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't effectively and... depict if, unless you were, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a big like release or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's no. So, uh, so now that we finished that chapter, Kevin, what, how do you feel so far? How, 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 what are you thinking? Queasy. Queasy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like this section more than the first section. Um, mm. I think Kai's himself as a character is is like fine, but you can only go so far with the like the oh man, what if I'm the demon? Um, yeah. And they play with that still a little bit. Uh, you know, Simon played with that a little bit in these chapters, but then he fucking is like, nope, I'm not the demon. That's the demon. <laughs> By yeah. the time the Chaos Marines show up, he's yeah, like, everyone I'm keeps thinking I'm the Montau. Oh, I feel like, way the, better now. I'm the Montau. And then he sees Chaos Marines and he's like, yeah. um, he's like, yeah, uh, that was. <laughs> that's it's pretty great it is it is one of those moments where you know you're having a really bad time you're having like like a bad month or something you know things aren't going so good at your job and you know maybe you don't have a girlfriend or something you're lonely and and you're like i'm a fucking loser this this sucks and then you see like five minutes of an incel message board and you're like yep. i'm fine i'm not the demon i'm uh that's not that's not who i am that's you, that's you, the demon right there you see you <laughs> see uh uh ben shapiro recite the lyrics to uh to wet ass pussy <laughs> and you feel better about yourself yeah yeah you look at andrew tate's uh in in jail twitter feed and you're like you know what uh, it's gonna be all right i'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be all, all right, right. I'm, I'm going to be, be all right. right. I'm going to be all right. I don't need Jordan Peterson no. popped up on benzos to tell me to clean my room. Right. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. Uh, I'm fine. Well, how are, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Um, well, now that, now that we're 
fine. Now that everybody's fine, Kevin, I get to do this now. I get to do this. Oh, oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to, well, now that we're both fine, Kevin, uh, that yeah. leaves me with only uh, uh, one question left to ask you. Oh, what are you playing? Oh, I did not expect you to, uh, I, I'm completely unprepared. Yay, uh, this gotta, is fun. I got to. <laughs> Oh, gosh. What am I playing? Um, so I had been playing a lot of Lies of P, and then one of the, my big critiques of the game and why it's sliding down my list of, Ooh. like, uh, game of the years is the bosses are so poorly designed in terms oh. of combat encounter balance. Um there is, and I know this is a big part of the whole stupid get good culture of souls likes, Ugh, but yeah. like a lot of the time, it's like if you have the patience and whatever, you can, you can get, you can get good just by the repetition, right? Mm -hmm. You understand what the attacks look like, you understand how to block and all that stuff. Um, the worst thing about Souls of P or Lies of P is that. Uh, it's based on more of the Sekiro slash Bloodborne blocking, so blocks don't really get you much, but they have these enemies that are heavy attackers like Dark Souls, where playing you don't need to ever parry in a Dark Souls. If you have a certain, if you have a build with a strong shield, you can rely more on blocking than parrying or, or what have you. Um, Liza P relies more on like the Bloodborne style where it's parrying or Sekiro where it's timed blocking in order to throw, um, to like build the, uh, to break the stamina of the enemy that you're fighting against. That's fine. I get that. And for most of the game, it's been fine. I've gotten to this enemy, this boss though, uh, it's called the Green Monster of the Swamp, where it sometimes it'll randomly spam its unblockable attack like twice in a row um, where you have to perfect parry or else you get a ton, ton of damage um, other times it has this like tentacle attack that does way too much damage compared to every other attack so it's it its attacks hit you with something called decay and decay in this is like a it's a poison stat. Uh, it's okay. a poison dot that you can you can acquire, and you have to cure yourself, or else um, you're just going to be dropping HP um, pretty fast. So it has this two this two prong tentacle attack where if it hits you, not only are you full on decay immediately, but it does it takes away almost all of your hit points. So okay. you have decay and you lose all your HP and then the decay dot kills you. And Jesus Christ. it does the, it, it'll do like the first time I fought this thing, I got through its first phase easy peasy, right? Yeah. But since then I've been having trouble getting past the first phase because the first time I fought it, it never used this tentacle attack. And then it's been using this thing where it spams it like three times in a row. And if you accidentally, if it hits you, you're, you are probably dead for that run. So, I don't know, and this is not the first boss where it's just been, like, it's not fun. So mm -hmm. one of the things that uh, people 
didn't like about Elden Ring, specifically the Melania boss fight, was that it's just, it's not a fun boss fight. And some of it, it just relies on getting lucky to get through the fight. Um, even though you can get really good at the fight, like the the, the famous uh, Elden Ring player, Let Me Solo Her, which if you were lucky enough, you could wait outside of, of Melania's room and uh, his summon would appear. And if he was online, you didn't have to do anything. You could just go and summon him, let him run in. And he was such a professional Melania fighter that he could solo her. Like you, you could just sit by the, by the entrance and he would go in there and, uh, and solo her. The problem is here with green monster of the swamp is that a, and several of the other bosses of, with lies of P there, there's just, a, a slightly higher percentage of bullshittery uh. than, and I'm a, and I've played a lot of Souls likes. I've experienced a lot of Souls like bosses. I've beaten I mean, just just about every Souls like out there. I've played and beaten, and I will say, Lies of P, after a certain point, has the highest percentage of bullshit bosses oh, that I have I have run into in terms of some of their some just some of the shit they do during a fight where it's just like and the other thing is like Lies of P a lot of time relies on uh, throwables consumables and stuff like that to like mm. help you get through a fight but you die you uh, you if you use them during a fight and you die you've lost all of them right so then you have to spend the time going to get them back. So it's, so it's, it's yeah, you, it's not like it refreshes after. after it's not you like die. it refreshes after you die. Yeah. And I'm sure there will be, you know, the 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 souls like Juds that'll be like, well, I, it sounds like a skill issue, and I'm like, no, it just sounds like uh, a, just not a great design issue. They've had to patch down the HP of some of the bosses. Like, mm. the it's I'm not. I'm not losing my mind here right. in in the fucking in like patch notes of the game they've had to go and make some of the bosses easier because just people were running into it and saying fuck it I'm not playing anymore because it's it gets dumb <laughs> just it, yeah you're hitting a wall where it's, it's like this is cheap like these uh, and the other yeah. thing is lies of P unlike every other souls like I've ever played where you're like okay I'm at this boss, I can go literally do something else. I can go to another area. That's not available in Lies of P. It's a straightforward linear game. Oh, so okay. The, so yeah, so you get to a point where you, where this is like, and like other souls likes aren't necessarily open world, but they have mm-hmm. multiple, they'll have branching paths, right? That you can go and fuck around with. Lies of P is, is is linear it's straightforward so Ooh, if you're running into tough. a boss that's giving you trouble you can there's like i guess you can go grind but i don't really want to right. you know <laughs> like i <laughs> so that's the boss you're going for if that's that's yeah. the boss you're going for that's oh, about that it sucks it's yeah yeah so it's sliding down my game of the year list um I don't know where it was necessarily when I started. It was, mm-hmm. it was like it was on the list of, and now it's like, eh, yeah, I don't know, kind of teetering. 
it's teetering at this point. It has to it has to come back strong after. Okay. And after after if I ever get through this boss, um, yeah. Or I just like say fuck it, I'm playing something else now. Which is which is the risk you run with this shit. Like you gotta balance yep. this stuff. Which yeah. sounds at least like the developers are realizing that on a certain level. Yeah. Yeah, because there was one boss who was really hard and got through him and it was fine. And then it was just like a run of bosses that I mowed down, right? And then I get to this boss where it was like it, it, just way too much insta-kill bullshit, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Eliza P and, uh, I'm sad to say that I got back into Marvel snap. baby. (laughs) Some of us never left my friend. Some of (laughs) us never left. I guess I'm back. I'm back into Marvel snap while we were, yeah, I saw the the discord, you guys uh, comparing notes and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, me and VZ and occasionally Jesse Garasha have been in the discord. Um, to uh, to to compare notes um, uh, right now as we're talking, uh, it seems like oh yeah, VZ and Harry from video games are bad. Have just had a full on discussion about the ending of um, of uh, Outer Wilds: Echoes of the Eye, the DLC, Com- complete with uh, with a very it's con- considerate. Uh, it's all redacted. redacted. It's all redacted, uh, yeah. baby. It's almost all redacted. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, I've been I've been playing a lot of uh, Snap, trying to figure out new decks to to play with. I keep going back to my old tried and true, which is um, Apocalypse, uh, Dracula, and Apocalypse. Oh yeah, That's uh, a great discard. Deck. So, uh, you know, I focus two lanes uh, and uh, with Morbius on one and Dracula on another. And yep. Morbius gets uh, plus two every time you get, you discard a card. And I love Morbius. That one's so fun. He's fun. And so the other wrinkle I have is I have Ghost Rider in there. And yeah, I use Ghost Rider in that deck, too. Yeah, I so it. I... Uh, and and Black Cat because Black Cat does you the courtesy of discarding herself if you don't play her. So uh, you have yeah. Black Cat in there. She discards herself. You play Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider then pulls Black Cat in. Um, so for the cost of four power, you get twelve stats. That's um, nice. That's uh, nice. it's, it's not bad at all. Um, oh. So yeah, I've been playing with that. I've been trying to find another deck that I like other than that kind of discard. Um, I did pull Thanos recently from one of the uh, the the creator cache or oh, uh, nice. collector caches, um, and he's and Thanos is because. So I, I found out I, I was like wondering how they determine things. So, like series one and two, everybody gets series one and two. Those are the cards that you get as you play the when you start the game, right? Right. As you're playing the game, those are the series one and two cards. Series three, you have to get through the basic caches, and you're just going to get them over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, series four and five, series five cards are ones that you have to get usually under special circumstances. Mm-hmm. So that's either a brand new card. Um, so like this season is Elsa Bloodstone, who yeah. has a lot of fun stuff going on with her. Um, 
or you got uh, the the BBEGs, the big bads, um, yeah. are always series five. I didn't realize. So that's Thanos, that's Galactus. <clears throat> um, I want to say Eliath is going to stay series five. Okay. Um, and uh, a few others. Um, but yeah, I tried Eliath in my. Um I don't know if there's an official title for it. Uh, my 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 symbiote weapon X deck, where we're chopping ourselves to death and sure. come back from the from the dead. Um, I tried him with that one, and I didn't get a lot out of it. Uh, yeah, Eliath cool is, is is Eliath apparently works really well with Galactus, um, uh, where you use Eliath to basically like clear a lane. Um, uh, because he's kind of like, he's basically like, he's a little bit like Shang-Chi, except yeah. for everything and not just nine power cards and up. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I, uh, I did get to play, uh, I did get, um, I've been playing with uh, X-23 and Lady Deathstrike ooh. in that same death deck though. And, and, and here's the thing. My brother has always accused me of this, even when we were playing Magic the Gathering as kids. I love a theme that goes beyond gameplay. I just sure. like everything to look nice and good, even at the expense of uh, oh. maybe winning. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, I've got, I call it, I call it uh, uh, Symbiote X. So it's like symbiotes and Weapon X characters. And That's I'm awesome. getting as many of the venomized variants for it. And I'm just, it's my little num, 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 num. And I'm the solidly... 50 something uh, points into the tournament and and I, I don't go much higher uh, yeah. so, which is which is fine as far as yeah. I'm concerned that's fine <laughs> does um, does uh, what's it um, does Deadpool count for yeah in that totally. deck he's okay uh, yeah he's, he's I love him in that deck uh, there are some exceptions I still I still have Nova in the deck and and uh, have, because that's so have, helpful do you have Hulkbuster in there no, I don't. Maybe you so, should. Yes. So what I've been seeing people do is they play Deadpool and then they Hulkbuster him and then oh, they kill him. Yeah. And yeah, then shit. and then That's suddenly serious. he goes, he doubles to his after that because the the thing about Deadpool I was like, oh well, he goes one, he goes two, then four, then eight. And like, no, mm -hmm. the goal is to, on the first double, is have, pump them up already. Pump so whether up, that exactly. be, whether that's like Forge, hitting them with a plus three, um, or a Hulkbuster, hitting him with plus six, and then mm. you double them, and now you're getting a one power. 14 on the next one. For, 14. One, for one power. <laughs> yeah. He's a great card. Uh, yeah, no, he's yeah, he's Yeah, he's, he's fun. And also, I've fallen in love with Jeff the Baby Landshark. I noticed that. Yeah, you were talking about that in the Discord. <laughs> he's great. Um, he's just, a, he's, he's like, so I believe he originated from the Gwenpool comics. Okay. Um, which are, I believe, were written by what's his name from um, uh, uh, Rude Tales of Magic, uh, Christopher Branson Hastings. Reese? No, 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 Christopher oh, Hastings. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha. Chris Hastings yeah. uh, does works for Marvel uh, on occasion, and nice. I think Gwenpool is his character. I feel like he might have created 
I don't know if you created Jeff the Baby Land Shark or not, but um, Jeff the Baby Land Shark is like I think is Gwenpool's pet. Um, <laughs> I love it, and it's just That's like a so shark, great. but he has little legs like a puppy, and uh, and uh, so one of the the best thing about Jeff is that he's a two three, which doesn't sound like a lot. But he can't be stopped from being played in any lane. Mm-hmm. So uh, Professor X locks down a lane, right? Yep. For everybody except Jeff the Baby Land Shark. Except Jeff. <laughs> I love that it's Jeff with an exclamation point at the end yes, of it. Yes, Jeff. Which makes me so happy. <laughs> Jeff. I love it. I love it. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, that's... I. You see the joy I have when I talk about Marvel Snap versus Liza P. It's that one. I, I mean, that's the game that stuck with us. That was on both of our game of the year list last year. Yeah. And it's stuck with us this deep into the following year. That says something. Speaking of a game from last year that made a, both Marvel Snap and Midnight Suns, you've seen the Midnight Suns variant cards. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. beautiful. The, the variant. I, I mentioned I mentioned this when we first started playing this game. I'm an old trading card fanatic from when I was a kid. I had all the Marvel trading cards. I loved it. And these variants they're coming out with, it's, it keeps me in the game. I might, yeah. have, I might have dropped out by now, but it's like, oh, fuck, I got to try and get that now. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, it's The so Conquest good. tournament mm-hmm. this year, this uh, season is mm-hmm. for getting the, is it the Iron Man variant or the Doctor Iron Strange? Iron Man variant uh, right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 So it's, I've been wanting to get that. I love Conquest. That's that's such a good game mode. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we see some more of the Midnight Suns uh, variants as they as they continue sick. on. They usually keep making like other variants because I imagine oh, yeah. it would be, you know, uh, you know, uh, Ghost Rider, Wanda, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, mm-hmm. Other games that appeared in other characters that appeared in the Midnight Suns. Oh, uh, game. I want to see a Wolverine one. That'd be freaking uh, tight. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. But Phil, enough about me. What have <laughs> you been playing? Oh, uh, I have been playing. All right. Well, I I have been playing uh, 100 Days a lot. Okay. And 100 Days is a strategy winemaking sim. Um, and I, I played for a while. I was playing this other strategy winemaking sim, sim for years called Terroir. And uh, and it was very straightforward kind of thing. Now, the thing about 100 Days that I think is really interesting, you get your plot of land, uh, you can expand your vineyards, you can plant different grapes, upgrade your wineries and your tool shed and all that stuff. And uh, you're trying to make the perfect bottles every year after year. Um, and it has all this stuff that I find to be very entertaining in these games. But I think the thing that makes it stand out is its main gameplay mechanic is this funny little Tetrisy sort of thing where in the center of your vineyard, there's a square and uh, how many squares are in the square depends on your upgrades. You can upgrade it to be bigger and you want it to be bigger yeah. because every job you do, whether that's uh, every every turn is basically a new season. So right. it's fall of this year or whatever. Right. And I can, uh, and, well, I'm sorry, it's ever a week of each season, I think. Sure. Uh, something like that. And uh, so this, this turn I can do so many things. I can get out there and uh, and weed. I can prune uh, the, the vineyards. I can uh, spray for mildew and stuff like that. 
And, uh, but, but only, you can only do as much as you can fit within that square. And every task has a different Tetris shape to it. Mm. So you have to kind of rotate them in there and fit them in just, just so. And, uh, and which, which is just psychologically so satisfying when you get it mm, just right. Um, and you can slowly upgrade your plot there so that you'll get new corners of it. So you have more space to maneuver within it. And sometimes you just don't have enough space and you have to wait. And uh, it's really challenging at first. The, the not, just, not just in the game itself, uh, not right. just in like learning to play, but the game itself. Because you, you kind of have to work like a dog for the first few years to get over the hump. But once you reach a rhythm, uh, you do start, you fall into this rhythm and it, and it gets... Uh, very relaxing, very soothing kind nice. of game. Nice. Yeah, the soundtrack's nice. The story there's a story mode which I played through, which is great for the tutorial. But uh, like so many things that are wine centric and based on fiction, it has just kind of a cheesy, uh, uh, you know, romantic comedy kind of vibe to it. Which I'm like, all right, that's enough. Let's let's just I just, <laughs> just want to make a bottle of Barbera, God damn it! And uh, it's it's. It's a lot, but I've, I've really, I've really enjoyed that. I've been playing that one off and on. Um, other than that, the game that's really focused all of my attention for the since we talked last. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I love you. I'm, I'm not going up. I respect you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I beat Alien: Stark Descent uh, for a third time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, I thought you were going to go with uh, you started playing porn games again. With, <laughs> no, with, no, we, we haven't gotten there it. yet. But uh, uh, wow, a third time. Third that, time. That was a game where you were like, after the first time, you're like, man, fuck this game a little bit. It's not yeah. on my game of the year list. And now you've beaten it three times. Three times. And uh, I beat it on nightmare mode. Uh, oh, wow. I, be I, be oh, I, be I beat it on like the, it's called in space. No one here can, can hear you scream mode. It's hardcore mode. So I can't lose any of my Marines. And I yeah. still, and I got, and I, I, I'm aiming for achievements now. There are like four of them that I need uh, for a perfect, there's something, it's still, they have patched it. It's doing way better. Okay. It's still got that indie jankiness to it. It's sure. Still, there's still some points that are kind of like frustrating, but I don't know. I love this game. I have. I've got. You're absolutely right. I went from being like, "Fuck, they fucked it up. This was supposed to be my game of the year. I'm supposed to be." To <laughs> this might be my game of the year, <laughs> despite. Uh, despite uh, everything, the, despite everything, and it's just—it's so—it's—it's—it—it uh, it's, it, it does feel at times like it was made specifically for me. Yeah. The, so it's like to put it in other terms, this is this might be your game of the year, uh, while Baldur's Gate is standing there like Carlac. While <laughs> you accidentally sleep with Lazel. That's basically it. Yeah. That's basically. <laughs> And don't think I don't see the side eye from her. Uh, it's, it's, it, I, I get it. It's like, that's the, I'm, I'm like, I'm so quick to be like, someone, a friend of mine texted me and was like, I see you're playing that game again. I'm thinking about getting it. Is it, is it good? And I'm, no, not really. I mean, it is, but it's not, it's complicated. Like I don't I recommend don't. it. It's like, 
it, it, it's the sideways thumb from the emperor yeah. on this one. I feel like, like somebody... I recommend it for me, right. but not for anyone else. <laughs> right. I feel very strongly like this game was made for me. The pacing of it is the, the slow and steady pacing, because it is a slow game. You, right. you cannot rush this game. You have to it, it you have to take your time. There there are so many instances where it makes way more sense just to hide from the goddamn aliens than to blow them up. Um, it's uh, it, there are so many factors to it that just feel like it was fucking tailor-made for me and i'm not gonna hide my love anymore i'm just not uh it's been too good to me uh i have let's let's not gonna let's, hide it under a bushel let's look at the board let's look at the board here oh um, he's going to the hours played board 114 hours jesus christ i put i put 66 into Baldur's gate 3 this is yeah. almost double uh, that is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> I am upset. <laughs> I should have just lied. I should have lied. You should have lied. You should have not brought this up. I'm playing uh -huh. Resident Evil 4 again. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, Game the Separate the Ways DLC is out. Yeah, it could have been I a perfectly... Need, I do need to play that. I do need to play that. <laughs> Actually, that there is no excuse. I admit, there is no excuse for that. I do need to play that. But yeah, uh, while, while Lies of P is inching down your Game of the Year list, Aliens Dark Descent is inching up mine. Uh, Good. It is dramatic and beautiful, and it's actually a really good storyline, too. Like, it's a very sure. good storyline. Um, I love it. I fucking love this game. Uh, yeah. So that's, maybe, that's I'll give it a, maybe I'll give it another shot. I, I basically yeah. played my way through the tutorial and was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will say the solo, there's only, there's only two solo moments, and it's, it's the very beginning of the game. And uh, there's like this about two thirds of the way through you have kind of, and I don't care for those. It's an interesting change of pace. Right. Uh, and, and I respect them for putting in it, but I don't, I don't give a shit about those scenes. Um, right. But they've, they've patched it. I, I think it'd be worth, uh, it is still janky as shit, sure. uh, but it is playable. Okay. Uh, and uh, so I, it, I, there's something, it's just this combination of, you know, strategy games that I love and dark, uh, darkest dungeon and and sure, it's it's pretty good. So that's it, though. That's it. I, I I've been I've been converting this this fucking room uh, and uh, and all kinds of shit. Like we, I've been busy as hell. It's, it's yeah, it's you've been busy thing. as hell. You got a baby on the way. Got a baby um, on the just way. Just to reiterate, if you somehow missed the beginning of the episode, which <laughs> should be a thing, you play this on demand. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what the hell? Phil will be out for a few months at the beginning of the, of 2024 because he's got a baby on the way. That's he also right. has a he also has a book coming out. I have my my, my first baby and my first book in the same year. Yeah, uh, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in November, I believe the plan right now uh, is in the middle of November. We haven't got an actual date yet. Uh, we're doing a quick turnaround. It's a really great scrappy press called Psychotoxin, and we're doing a quick turnaround on it. And uh, it's my novella Juice. It is uh, appropriately enough based on the game I talked about today. It's a, a, a wine-centric, yeah, uh, horror satire kind of thing. It's kind of 
American Psycho, uh, The Menu, if you liked The Menu. Uh, American really Psycho, like The Menu, and uh, what's that fucking wine movie? Um, sideways. It's, sideways. It's like, yeah, imagine Sideways if uh, uh, Paul Giamatti's character murdered people. Imagine Sideways, but the trip was Patrick Bateman going on, yeah, actually, on this trip. Actually, yeah. That's that's not, yeah. So that's, uh, it's my first book. It's coming out in November, and uh, we'll, we'll give more details for that uh, as, as they come. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> And, I, and the kid isn't even here yet. Kid's not even here yet. Just yeah. get get used to that feeling of being tired. Because I, I just I'm just gonna live in it now. I got what it'll just be easier that way, buddy. Let me tell you, those first couple months <laughs> are are they're a thing. So yeah, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Um, Go to pixelitpod.com. We had a little rearrangement of our stuff. Yes. Uh, got rid of the website. Don't, don't, not doing the website anymore, but you can go to pixelitpod.com and it takes you straight to uh, the most wonderful website in the world, yeah. which is patreon.com slash pixelitpod, where Hell you yeah. can follow us for free now. You can just follow us for free on there and get updates when we post things, or you can throw us a buck. Or not? five or ten, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, speaking of ten dollars, for those of you who do throw ten dollars in into the pot every month, you get a special shout out, and we want to give a shout out to our uh, friend of the pod, uh, geek scholar, friendly friend, friendly friend, the friendliest friend of all, the friendliest friend of all, for uh, being a ten dollar a month uh, patron of ours. Uh, we love you for it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, otherwise, yeah, social media is a roiling hellscape at the moment. But you can find us on Blue Sky. Um, yeah, we're on Blue Sky. We're on Blue Sky. Um, we're on We're on the website formerly known as Twitter, kind of. It's kind yeah. of on autopilot there. Uh, but you can, you can still find us there. You can still find us there. We're there. Um... Instagram, I guess. Uh, YouTube. Go to our YouTube. Yeah, go to our YouTube. Go to our YouTube. We're, we're up past 160 subscribers now on our YouTube nice. ch- channel. Um, so if you want to help out there, so go subscribe on YouTube uh, and let all of our episodes autoplay uh, so we can get there with that, that we can get monetized. That would be, that would really do us a solid. That would be, that would be pretty sick. Um, uh, and yeah, you can join our Discord. I, there is a link to our Discord on patreon.com slash pixelitpod uh, over on the, the info tab. Um, so you can go ahead, click that, join our Discord, be part of the conversation. Uh, and with that, uh, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.